Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Okay, so today what we're going to be talking about is competition day nutrition and a big mistake that many athletes make when it comes to competition day nutrition and what you can do to address this, one simple, easy thing to do and also I'm going to share with you if you don't do this and you continue doing the mistake, why it is an issue, okay? Why it is kind of setting you back as an athlete and why you need to address it. So without further ado, as always, let's get into the topic. So first, you know, what's competition day nutrition? Well, as the name suggests, it's probably self-explanatory, but you can call it game day nutrition. You can call it whatever competition. Just It's basically the, the nutrition plan or the, the nutrition strategy that you're going to be using on the day of competing against other athletes. Okay, so a basketball game, okay, a, a bodybuilding show, a tennis match, things like this, okay, a martial arts tournament. You know, when you're actually going to be competing for something. Now, obviously, you can still can kind of, I guess, expand that and say competition day plan, even when you're playing games that are not necessarily, you know, for points, not necessarily for a championship or whatever. You could still consider that uh, competition day. Basically, it's when you're actually engaging in your sport, okay? So not necessarily training, but the actual engagement of your sport. That is what competition day is about and the nutrition behind it. That's what we want to talk about today, okay? The plan you have to fuel yourself for success in your sport. That is what it is in a nutshell, okay? Now, the focus, now, this is what I want to first start with is the focus on competition day needs to be on performance and also potentially on recovery, okay? And I'm going to explain that all more in a second, but performance and recovery are your two first things that you've got to be focusing on when it comes to your competition day nutrition, Okay, keep that in mind. Okay, keep that in mind. It's very important. So performance. Well, that again is pretty self-explanatory. Nutrition that will in kind of improve your performance or maximize your performance or maintain your performance edge during that game or competition. That that's that's kind of the essence of what competition day nutrition is about. That's like with athletes, I'll kind of design a competition day nutrition plan for them that is going to be different to the general plan that they're following on the other kind of times. Okay, so that's something to consider there, performance, okay? How can you fuel yourself so you can perform the best on the field, in the court, whatever it is, okay? Now, for recovery, there's a bit more nuance to it because it honestly depends on the kind of sport you're doing. Now, obviously, there's with, you know, kind of intergame recovery, you know, maintaining recovery throughout the game, especially if it's a long, a long competition, you know, if it's a race, for example, and it goes for a long period of time as well. But recovery also can apply for in-between competition plan, kind of competition days and stuff like that as well. Or on one day, if you're doing something like a tournament style, like for example, a lot of tennis matches and stuff can be done in this way or martial arts tournaments where you you have a, a match, bit of a break, a match, bit of a break, match, and all in like in one day. That's where recovery comes into play as well. So recovery, you can look at it from all different angles, but basically it's just about making sure you're recovering and maintaining your, your edge throughout that competition, no matter if it's repeated bouts or just that one-off game. 
Okay, so with that in mind, remember, we're focusing on performance and recovery when it comes to competition day nutrition. However, the mistake that many athletes make is trying new things on the day. And that's what today's podcast really is about, is to address what you need to do instead. Okay, what you need to do instead of trying a new nutrition strategy on the day of competition, because this is a big mistake that many athletes make. Okay, they'll hear about a new supplement, or they'll hear about a new food, or they'll hear about a new, uh, new kind of strategy or a new tactic, whatever it is. They, they, they saw a new food on the aisle and they're like, oh, this looks like it would suit me for what I'm trying to achieve. And they try it all on the day of competition. Now, I'm going to share in a second why this is an issue, but I'm also now going to share because this is the big point that I want you to make. So if you're able to write this down, please do so. If you're driving, do not do that. Just keep listening, put it in your head and write it down later. But this is what you need to do. This is a key for sports nutrition success that I as a sports dietitian make sure that I do with all my athletes. And that is practice your nutrition and your fueling strategy in a game simulated condition ahead of time so you can fine tune your approach, okay? Practice your nutrition approach ahead of time in training so that you know when you get to the competition, it either is or is not working and you only do what works for you, okay? There's none of this trying new things on the day. Big mistake you can make, big mistake. Instead, you gotta start practicing first and it's constant practice. It's not just a once off, I tried this strategy and I felt pretty okay. I'm going to try this in game next week. No. Ahead of time, working with your sports dietitian, working with your exercise team, working with your conditioning coach, working with everyone just to make sure that everything is, you know, practiced in a game simulated way as much as you can, obviously, and seeing how it influences you. Okay. And from that, from that biofeedback, as we like to call it, you then fine tune your approach. Okay. You fine tune what you're doing so you can get right down to the right strategy that's going to help you attain that competitive edge and maximize your performance as best as you can so you can compete the best that you can and hopefully get the best result possible for yourself. Okay, so that's the key for today's podcast that I want you to note is stop trying new things on the day of competition, practice it all, trial everything, okay, trial and error is very, very key. Try it all before and see what works for you and fine tune it there, you, you know, working with your sports dietitian, that, that's key. Now, quickly, I'm going to mention why it's an issue if you don't do this. Number one, gastrointestinal tract issues. One of the biggest ones is you try something on the day of competition, there's a chance that it's going to cause your stomach ache. There's a chance it might cause you a bit of loose stools. There's a chance it might cause you some pain. There's a chance it might not react well to you. You do not know because you have not tried. We are all unique. We all need unique strategies, a unique plan to achieve success. And that is why you should not be filling around with this because gastrointestinal tract issues happen quite often with athletes for a number of different reasons, which I'm not going to get into today's podcast. That's a whole separate topic in itself. But just remember, the gut can be finicky and the gut will tell you if it doesn't like something. And if you do that on the day of competition without having trialed it before to see if you can actually tolerate something, you won't be doing too well. Okay, that's something to consider. The second thing is performance lapses. Now, this all depends. Like, it's usually related to something else. Like, the, the strategy you use caused something else. Like, for example, it didn't have a good effect. Like, it had no effect. Or it caused issues, like a gastrointestinal issues. And then that causes your performance to actually go from being where you want it to be to actually being lower. 
So you've now used a strategy thinking it's going to improve your performance. You've actually diminished your performance by in, in replacing something that otherwise could have boosted your performance, therefore that lapse in performance that you achieved. Or it caused some gastrointestinal tract issues which just completely just diminished your performance because of an external influence. So yeah, that's something else to consider. And obviously, finally, a lack of effect. Now, not all the strategies are going to cause you ill effect in the form of, oh, pain or oh, gastrointestinal tract issues or this and that. But some of them might just not work for you. Might, and it might be like, for example, a supplement that has no evidence behind it. But, you know, someone in the gym said, you should try this because it's really awesome. And yeah, and it doesn't work. Okay, because there's, there's a lot of crap out there. Or it's just saying that it just didn't work for you. Okay, you just found that it's just a food that didn't really increase your performance. Didn't necessarily diminish your performance, but because you're using that in place of something that might have boosted your performance, you are diminishing your performance, you know, secondarily. But lack of effect is something you have to consider, you know. Does it actually even improve your performance? Okay, you're trying something first time, you don't even know how it's going to react, you know, from a, from a positive or a negative standpoint. And that's something to consider. So that, that's some of the issues you got to kind of be realizing that why you need to stop doing the big mistake of trying new things with your competition day plan, your nutrition on the day. And instead you want to practice until you know how it reacts, until you can fine tune it, until you know exactly in game simulated conditions how you react to it and how it influences your performance. Okay, so I hope that helps you because that really is an important part of today's podcast. So like I said, write that down. If you're driving, obviously wait until you can write it down and write it down as a reminder. Now, I want you to also reach out to me if this is something that you're struggling with where you just find that you don't know what to do on competition day. Overall, maybe your nutrition is a bit of a, you know, you feel like stuck and struggling. You just want something to help you give you direction with your sports nutrition and reach out to me, okay? In the show notes below, you will be able to find my email, alexa at theclimbingdietitian.com.au. Otherwise, you can obviously send me a DM on Instagram. I can always chat to you there and see what I can do to help you out. Of course, if you've got any questions, do the same thing and I'll help you out. But yeah, really wanted to share this today because it's very important saying that I see time and time again, a big issue among athletes, okay, of all various levels. Practice first, see how it reacts, then utilize it, okay. So until next time, I'll leave it there. Have a good one. Stay safe. I'll talk to you soon. See you later. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.